0: Work, wealth, wisdom. This is DC Entrepreneur. We're sharing stories, ideas, and lessons from startups and businesses in the pursuit of innovation. And we're helping build a community of problem solvers and thought leaders in the Washington area. Now, here's your host, George Mocharco. This is George Mocharco, host of DC Entrepreneur here on WERA 96.7 FM. We're bringing you more great conversations with leading innovators and entrepreneurs from the Washington, D.C. area. Today, I'm speaking to Chad Hall. He's the founder and CEO of RemodelMate. RemodelMate is a district-based real estate tech company, which acts as an online marketplace for buying, selling, and managing home renovation services. Hi, Chad. Thanks for stopping by today.
1: What's going on, George? How are you?
0: Great to have you in the studio. So tell me about RemodelMate, what it does, how it works, and who it's for. Sure.
1: Sure. Um, so RemodelMate actually came out of this concept where I believe my co-founders believe that the HGTV renovation experience should be available to anybody. So if you think about like Fixer Upper, you'll have the celebrity designer, the celebrity contractor comes in and says, you know, I'm going to take this beat down, run down house and turn it into your dream home in 43 minutes. And the <laughs> we always joke internally and we say... The homeowners that come to the site usually are like, you know, I sharpen toothpicks for a living. Um, <laughs> so my, true. Yeah, my partner, uh, you know, cleans up the beach and we have a million dollar <laughs> budget for our 2,000 square foot home and we want a kitchen and 10 bathrooms and all this other stuff, right? And they really simplified the episode down to here's my budget, here's the timeline, here's what I want. And then 43 minutes later, you have this brand new, beautiful home. And in real life, renovations are not that predictable, but they should be. So we said, what if we could create a a website or a platform, you know, some type use software to be able to push a button and get a kitchen. Um, I originally worked at Long Fence. I did uh, roofing sales. I did bathroom sales. I knocked on doors, setting up appointments. I did supply chain management, working with our vendors. And I realized that the cost of materials is negotiated a year, sometimes a year and a half in advance. The cost for labor is based on how much we pay our guys. So as far as knocking down price, right, that was something that we could solve. The timeline scenario is also something that we could solve. Like we know that a roof only takes a day if it's under two thousand square feet. A bathroom is about a week job. A bathroom or excuse me, a kitchen is about three or four weeks. But The experience that people go through every day is, you know, here's how much it costs, kind of. Um, Here's how long it'll take, hopefully. (laughs) And then, you know, you got to trust the contract that you've known for a couple of hours. And we're like, oh, man, that that sucks. Um, How could we make that better? And then uh, how we came about with the idea, I changed over and worked at Living Social um, rest in peace. <laughs> and uh, I said, wow, this is a two sided marketplace. This is exactly what I was thinking of, except instead of uh, getting you half off tickets to a Beyonce concert, right? I want to introduce you to a contractor who can say, this is how long your kitchen project is going to take, this is how much it's going to cost. And then you can just push a button and book that contractor. Um, Who's it for? Uh, Really, it's for anybody who owns a home. The idea is that we want anybody who owns a home to be able to use the site. Right. Um, What we've noticed is that millennials who are on the on their first home. So this is first time homeowners. um, And they just went through a life event Uh, They just got engaged. They just got married. They're expecting their first child. They tend to gravitate to the site the most because they're strapped on time and strapped on cash. So for us being able to shorten the time to get the job done and then in general, we end up with better labor quotes because we guarantee our contractors a, a steady flow of jobs. We end up being a little bit more affordable as well. Those are our customers that are beating path to our door.
0: So, Chad, walk me through what the process looks like. Pretend you're doing a demo right now of how Remodel it works.
1: Yeah, so George would come to the site and say, I want a kitchen. And then the next step is we understand that the average kitchen is 10 by 12. Um, And there's really a couple of elements that never change. Uh, the first is mechanical, which is like your exhaust vent, electrical, so lighting and outlets, plumbing for your sink, dishwasher, garbage disposal. Um, demolition, of course, we are taking out the old stuff, and then floors, cabinets, countertops, backsplash, appliances.
0: That's a standard remodel.
1: That's a st- If you came to the site and said, I want to do a gut renovation, those 10 steps would be included. But we understand that not every kitchen is going to be a gut renovation. Sometimes you might only want to do you know, new cabinets, Uh, we call those 10 steps milestones. So uh, George would say, you know, for my specific kitchen, I just want new cabinets, countertops and backsplash, click those three things. And then on the next step, it would say, you know, where do you live? When would you like to get started? And then you would get a quote. So we use that information, the milestones that you want, uh, proximity to your home, and then the timeline at which you want to get it completed to be able to match to a contractor who we've already pre negotiated rates with. So removal of your 10 cabinets cost X, installation, removal of your countertops cost Y, um, and then removal of your existing backsplash is Z, and then to install those three pieces back in places one, two, and three. And then you're able to say, okay, I, I'd book that project for six grand. And then Two weeks later, if that's the timeline that you set it up for, then your contractor shows up and pretty much follows off of that, uh, works off that scope of work. And then the cool part is that instead of putting down like 30% of the job, which is the the legacy experience. When I was at Long Fence, that's what we did.
0: That's what the GC takes? Yeah.
1: Okay. We would ask for so $6,000. we would want 2000 to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't cost you anything to book the job. Uh, the way that the payment works out is as those milestones are completed, the contractor will say, I'm done with step one. You would confirm that step one is completed to your satisfaction. And then a payment gets issued from your credit card to the contractor through our dashboard.
0: So now, let me get this straight. Is what you're doing really kind of essentially eliminating the need for a general contractor?
1: Yeah. So the, the whole idea, originally we said that we were a tech-enabled GC, mm-hmm. um, but then we found out that our marketing was kind of confusing because they were like, wait, so are the contractors that are coming out to do their job employees of remodeling? Uh, and yeah. we were like, no, um, it's actually closer to like the Uber model, for example. But we hate when people call us like the Uber of contracting because we just think there's so many problems with that analogy. Uh, so the the real way is that yeah we're eliminating the need for a general contractor the reason why most homeowners look for a general contractor who's going to manage all of these subs is because the the knowledge needed to be able to manage your own job you don't kind of just pick up on you know your way to work <laughs> so um, you're pretty much like I don't have the time I don't have the patience I want to ha- be able to point to one guy and blame him for anything that goes wrong. And it's their job to make this happen. But if all that ends up being English, right, and it's just like I'm removing 10 cabinets, then the homeowner themselves can say, yeah, that was done. And I'm going to issue this payment to that
0: particular contractor who
1: completed the scope of work.
0: So they're issuing the payment. You're basically doing it based on what's gotten achieved, right?
1: Yeah, so you, you hit the nail on the head, um, all puns intended, um, is that in construction, there is no standardized experience, right? Everybody's doing something else. At Long Fence, if you were financing a job, you only need 10% down. Um, if you're doing a cash deal, we needed 35% down. Um, there are contractors that I know that ask for 50% down, and everywhere in between. The challenge is, is that because there is no standardized experience, uh, experience, right? Everybody's kind of making it up as they go. The co- the homeowner also has no way to really compare apples to apples when they're dealing with the contractor. So, the the milestones payment is just standardizing everything, right? Doesn't cost you anything to get started, and then the the frequency at which you pay is dependent on how fast the contractor completes the work and also making sure that you're satisfied so that at the end of the job there isn't this laundry list of things that You'd like to get fixed, right? If step one wasn't completed to your satisfaction, bring it up then and get that, you know, nip that in the bud um, so that you have a successful project. And if for some reason you guys can't get across that line on step one, then you have the option to fire that contractor um, or get reassigned to someone else. Really, we want to protect both sides of the agreement because we've seen as as bad as a rap that contractors get. um, We've seen homeowners who don't speak up soon enough. um, And then at the end, they're like, you know, holding the last payment ransom. Um, And then on the other side, there are contractors who just don't stand behind their work. Um, So then the homeowner gets to the end and then they're like, I'd like one, two and three, you know, address. And the contractor's just like, well, you know, not my not my problem. I'm I'm done. Uh, So we think that milestones Levels the playing field, and then just by having everything transparent, uh, both sides are getting you know a better experience. Contractors are getting paid on time, homeowners are getting what they want out of the project, and there's complete transparency throughout the whole engagement.
0: Yeah. So you're doing more frequent milestones in the project scheduling than you would typically in most renovation projects. Absolutely. Yeah. That's interesting to me because I I actually worked in the renovation industry for a while. I I worked in window and siding sales, moved up to kitchen renovations, additions onto houses, and then commercial construction projects. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting to me about the experience that customers had because it varied greatly. And, of course, sometimes the the quality of the labor and, you know, the materials that were, you know, received from the project also varied greatly. Yep. So it seems like you're really tackling this issue from the standpoint of, like, there's no one standardized kind of experience people have with a remodel, right? Bingo.
1: Yeah. So if you think about it, right, uh, there are tons of consumer-facing companies that have figured this out. Um, Casper, uh, I don't know if you remember the time before Casper, right? You'd walk into a mattress showroom. And if you were, I'm 6'3", if you were taller, they'd be like, oh yeah, you definitely need a king size bed. And this is going to cost $4,000 because, you know, it does X, Y, and Z and all these bells and whistles. I'm like, I just want (laughs) to sleep. Or wise eyes, right? They would say, you know, I will, here's a free exam eye, eye examination. And then, you know, a pair of frames will cost 400 bucks. But like the ones that I like, always cost a thousand dollars right because they had someone's name on them um casper said you know really people just want a, a, a comfortable bed that you're not going to sweat in um and that if you don't like i can return really quickly and then same thing with warry parker like i don't care whose name is on the frames i just want them to be stylish um both of those companies have figured out how to create one standard user experience that the bulk of the market enjoys. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they've been able to grow really fast and serve a lot of people. Um, and then for us, we think of it as the same thing. We can standardize that process. Um, customers can pick their their materials because there are some people who don't care very much what they install. There are others that are really, really picky. Um, but as long as like the draw schedule is all transparent and you pick out whatever materials you're excited about, then we can get you from concept to completion very, very easily.
0: So they're picking out the particular items through your website? Or Not right your now. your platform? Okay. Yeah, that's coming soon. How does that work then?
1: So we have a uh, service that's called concierge where basically we would just help you with the design and build of the job. Okay. Um, about 30% of our customers come to us with a Pinterest board already like picked out. So they're just like, hey, where do I get these cabinets this countertop, that backsplash, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then the other 70% are like, I have no idea. I just want it to be new. And that kind of goes back to the Chip and Joanna Gaines example that I gave you before, right? Um, we're able to say, all right, in the last six weeks, 12 weeks, um, this is what the bulk of the market has been um, attracted to. And we can help you get this same exact kitchen. You know, it's just a couple of clicks. Um, I need a conf- confirmation from you and then we can get this done. Um
0: So tons of shiplap then. Yeah, tons (laughs) of shiplap. Tons of shiplap. Yeah.
1: Um, Which is weird because it doesn't really fit in in the DC row home aesthetic, but we've done quite a few...
0: But I, I think what what's going on is a lot of people that especially are flipping properties or have a condo or something, they just want to get it renovated and they want to turn it out really quickly. Yep. So they're looking for kind of the bare minimum of what the standard is for most other places to have, like, the best resale value. Yeah. Now, instead of doing major upgrades, they probably just want to have granite countertops. Maybe nothing special, right? But they probably want to have something that's just what is the rest of everybody else in this market doing, right? Yep. So that's what you're here to solve?
1: Yeah. Um. We partnered with Havenly, um, and they do, uh, like, once a month, they do a, a pre-designed uh, kitchen. We call it a kitchen in a box or a bathroom in a box, mm-hmm. where it's basically just saying what's in style right now. It's kind of like New York Fashion Week, right? Like, orange is the new black for this season. Um, white cabinets, gold poles, and stainless appliances, and all you have to do is say, I want the Shelby, and then that's it. The bathroom could be hexagonal tile is really popular right now in really funky colors so like um, soft blues soft pinks um, greens really what was like popular in the 50s and the 60s Um, It's coming back that's coming back. Oh, okay. Um, it, except uh, instead of subway tile, it's in, um, like, scalloped tiles or hexagon tiles. But the color palette is coming. And I'm just like, this is hmm. – this was cool. Like, you'd be – like, a year ago, we were getting rid of these color-blocked bathrooms, and now people are requesting them. So, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of times, people are saying, I just want to update my countertops. Um or my cabinets, but I think mostly because of our customer, we're not seeing people, like the real estate investors are doing that, um, but the bulk of our customers are first time uh, homeowners so they're coming in and saying, you know, I want to gut my kitchen or gut my bathroom Um, we also do windows, roofing siding, doors and floors, but those projects are more of a necessity than a want a lot of times people are saying, I want a new bathroom just because I want a new bathroom whereas a new roof, something has to be wrong
0: Yeah. And the other side of that, too, is that a lot of people that are doing a new kitchen or new bathroom are usually looking at that for investment purposes or like what the resale value of that would be. Yeah. I
1: want something that's pretty right now, but I also want to make sure when I sell in seven or ten years that it's going to uh, have mass appeal.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, customers probably that are functionality, too. They want to have something that works, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, You'd be
1: surprised how many times we go into a kitchen um, and it's like, why did they put the the stove over there like the stove is on one side <laughs> and then the dishwasher is over here and the fridge is over there and it's like you know given the space that we have uh you know a one wall kitchen would work the best you're not going to have nearly as much storage but you're going to love your space a lot more
0: yeah it's almost like you know the builders materials that they use basically supports the remodeling industry <laughs> Yep. eventually sometime down the line yeah Um, So let's talk about the concept of the the platform and the business model. So as I understand it, RemodelMate takes, uh, what, 20% commission from the contractors? So contractors keep 80% of what
1: what comes through the site. Um.
0: (laughs) And so in essence, the platform basically is just working with the contractors. Is it the same contractor for the whole project, or is it different subs for each part of it? How does that work?
1: Um, Whenever we can, we optimize for one contractor throughout the whole project. Okay. Um, There are some cases where... Uh, somebody is taking out, like, their radiators, and there is no AC currently, um, so they want central air. And then they also, while doing that, there's also, like, a kitchen or a bathroom renovation. And at projects like that, where there isn't too much overlap, there might be two separate trades, one that's doing the mechanical, and then another that's doing, like, the general carpentry Uh, attached to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in most cases, we try to optimize for one team that's going to be able to handle the whole scope of work. Got it.
0: So now, home remodeling projects can be really lengthy drawn-out affairs a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes they last more than the time estimated, uh, usually by the contractors who who work on these. How does your startup address kind of the the project risk that happens? And I mean, do you have like bonding or some kind of reserve capital in case something goes wrong?
1: Yeah. So, um, Remodel Mate's not licensed or insured. Um, we don't touch the job ourselves. Like So you can think of it as Airbnb, right? They're not a hospitality company. They're an information website that allows two parties to connect. Um, Airbnb has grown to offer the good host promise, and we're working towards having our own version of that um, where the homeowner can say, i'd like insurance on this job whether or not the contractor's insurance will cover this or my homeowner's insurance will cover this um but to to talk about like execution risks the first thing is that we have milestones right so there, the contractor knows that they get paid for completing the project on time um if the if they're missing milestones or timelines, they run the risk of being fired. Um, so that's one thing is that there's a layer of accountability because they're not able to ask for this large chunk of cash up front. And then you're kind of beholden to whatever is going to happen there. Um, the second thing is that because we have like a, a, a script to work off of, for lack of a better word, right, we know that demolition is going to include one, two and three and is scheduled to take four days. There's a there, there's an a, a lot more pre planning that goes into the job, so that most. Importantly, there's just a more realistic schedule to begin with. Um, I don't think that when a contractor runs over time, it's because they intentionally meant to, right? They looked at the job and they said, oh, this is pretty simple. Um, This should take me two weeks. Um, But they didn't account for like demolition. There's always something that happens with demolition. Um, You you take out some cabinets and it's like, yep, that pipe is rusted out. Um, So now what I thought was going to take a week, um, I've got to add four days just to fix this one problem. Um, So by breaking it out piece by piece, instead of looking at this kitchen as a two week job, um, we have to look at each little piece. And what's the odds that this piece, something is not is going to go wrong on step one. Well, if step one goes wrong, how does that affect step two? Blah, 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 blah. Instead of saying, oh, kitchen, the last kitchen that I did was two weeks. So this is going to take two weeks. No, it's what could go wrong in this step? And best case scenario, it's two days. Worst case scenario, it's four days. And then it's an over under promise and over deliver. There's no way to make it perfect, right? I don't want to run. I don't want to run the risk of saying like we figured out everything. Um, but I think that first and foremost, by walking into it and saying that you know a kitchen renovation should take four weeks or six weeks, um, that is step one, um, and not just saying you know. I can do it in two weeks based on the best kitchen that I've done, not on the average kitchen that I've done um, is the first step. And then two, um, being able to connect payment to progress also helps keep the project on schedule. Um, Last but not least is that we don't send out a contractor to the job until materials have been ordered and are on the way. Um, A lot of times the, the start and stop process that everyone is familiar with in construction happens because we want to get a Bosch appliance suite that is going to be imported from Germany. And then we forget that, like, let's say that there's a fictional holiday that's coming up next week, Monday. There's a lot of times where it's like, well, I, as a DC-based person, I didn't know that there were holidays overseas that were going to affect my shipping time. But then now the delivery of those materials, cabinets, countertops, appliances, whatever, are pushed back a week. And now the contractor doesn't want to show up For a week and just, you know, watch paint dry. So they go and start another job and they say, call me back when X, Y, and Z arrives. But then when you call them back, they're like finishing up another job. So what should have been like a one week delay ends up being like a week and a half or two weeks. And then it's really just hard to get out of that cycle. But purchasing, uh, you know, having the prior, proper planning um, on the front end makes it a lot harder for that start and stop to happen. And then you know, contractors are motivated to get through the job so that they can get the next job. Um, I think that that's getting rid of those inefficiencies has helped condense the time. Um, We've been told that the average kitchen job, like from our customers, uh, they're they're expecting this to take like three or four weeks, uh, excuse me, three or four months. I was going to (laughs) say. Yeah, three or four months, sorry. Um, So when we tell them like four to six weeks, they're like, no way. And then we deliver and they're like, you know, what was different? Nothing. Like, this is how long it should take. If you look at that four-month project, they were probably in the house for six weeks. Um, it just wasn't four or six weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, by having everything in, in place, like, it's actually not that hard of a job.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because I think a lot of the inefficiencies really come down to scheduling, like you mentioned, yeah. with contractors. Because, you know, if you have a good contractor and they're a sub, chances are they're going to be working on another project. And when their time is freed up, they're going to be going somewhere else Yep. and they could travel for that or, you know, end up being tied up on another part of the project. And then everything kind of goes to waste. So you're not padding the schedule at all. You're basically giving them basically a fixed time frame. Is that right? Yep. Um, it's really interesting because I, I, I do think that it's one of those industries where people just kind of expect the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? That's
1: made it really easy for marketing, by yeah, the way. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so it's just like, um, like home renovations suck. Um, we created a platform to make them not suck. And yeah. everybody's like, I'm in. I'm sold. Like, can yeah. I try it? Um the other thing that I think is worth mentioning is that what we're doing is not necessarily unique. Um, like this is how it works in commercial construction. You probably can speak to that, right? When when Busuto is going and doing a hundred million dollar uh, condo development, the contractors that are showing up know that they are getting paid a fixed amount for a specific line item in the in the build schedule, and the longer that it takes for them to complete the job is just the longer it takes for them to get paid, and they're not getting paid because they promised three weeks and it took them five. Yeah, um, we're just bringing that uh, sense of organization when, you know, that's required when the rounding error is in millions. I guess um, it, it it comes that that's that type of scheduling is not sold separately. Right. Um, so just by bringing that that detail to the project is what we believe is condensing the the project. It, we don't think that it's something that's special. We think it should be par for the course. And we're kind of flabbergasted by why it hasn't happened sooner. Um, when well, we look at the other sites that are trying to work in the same space uh, and they're not doing it, we're like, if we don't do this, it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. Know. Why is it six months for a new build, but then like eight months for just a renovation or addition? <laughs> it doesn't yeah. make any sense. But... Yeah. <laughs> It's just the way the industry works. There's it's just rife with uh, inefficiencies and uh, fraught with risk a lot of times too. Yep. So let's talk about where most of your business comes from. Is it just people that are looking to renovate for investment properties? Is it individual homeowners, real estate landlords? Like who, who do you have coming to you? Both website? of
1: our customers are first time customers. On the, excuse me, first time homeowners in on their way into their first home. Um, we have real estate investors that have. Found us and then have used us, you know, three or four times. Um, but those customers, we don't we don't market to them on a regular basis, mostly okay. because we could show them a kitchen that is fifty percent off market um, in this area, and they're still trying to figure out how to cut cost. Um, and for us, we don't. One that ends up being super stressful on the contractor, um, super stressful on us. Um, and then in, in general is not ends up not being a really good experience because if we miss that mark, then it's our fault. It's the contractor's fault. It's something that we did wrong. And we're like, no, kitchen renovation in D.C. is supposed to cost like $60,000. We've gotten it down to 24. You should already be happy with that. And they're like, I don't, I'm not living in this house. I don't care. Like, get me the absolute cheapest stuff. And we're like, that's not that's not what we focus on. We want to create beautiful spaces um, and make sure that you have a great experience and um, if that's not what you're interested in, then we're probably not the right guys for you. Um, that's a hard conversation to have because usually the real estate investors ha- have this uh, challenge more often. And when you look at it from building a big business, it would probably make more sense to focus on that person. Um, but the, the person who is like, I really want my kitchen to be my dream kitchen. Um, I just don't want it to take six months or cost $6,000 more than I was quoted. That's our target customer.
0: Let's create this words of wisdom from Chad Hall. Chad is the founder and CEO of Remodelmate. Chad, thanks so much for dropping by today.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: We'll catch you next time here on DC Entrepreneur. Subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and connect with us on our blog, com. If you have any tips or ideas for stories, please tweet at us or message us on Facebook. Please tune in to our next episode. And thanks for listening.